0: I'm dumb, off, off, no offense.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the recap of AEW. And, of course, once again, joining me here on the Boochcast, he is. And, ladies and gentlemen, once again, joining me here on the Boochcast. He's been Woken. Yep. He's been broken
2: Absolutely
1: And now he's just broke Ladies and gentlemen Please welcome back to the Boochcast The one, the only, the broke, soulless ginger Mr. Zach Scott
2: What's up dude, that's dude? it's uh Yeah, it's me, the broke, soulless ginger Speaking, I'm not broke I'm very sorry guys I'm extremely fucking tired I've been up 6, six to 6.45 And I had to be at work at 8 And it's been a very shitty day But at least I gotta come home to A very wonderful person Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Bitch, and a very wonderful card. Vinny Bucci, how are you doing today, sir?
1: I am just as exhausted as you are. Um, <laughs> i had a long day myself. Um, I'm almost ready to fucking pass out. I've had to deal with a lot of content creation that I've had to get done, a lot of work I had to do, and at the time that we're recording this, ladies and gentlemen, it is 12.27 in the morning on Thursday, May 26th. Uh, so as that- soon as we're done with this, I gotta edit this bitch, put it out there, God only knows What time I'm going to go to sleep But thankfully I'll be able to get some sleep in um, But we're going to see what happens Thankfully I got two I got two cherry vanilla cokes in the fridge If I got to chug both them motherfuckers To get to work then that's exactly what the fuck I'm going to do Uh, Got a busy time ahead of me but so You have to apologize in advance If we're not leaping for joy during this podcast we are, Not
2: really, no A lot has to do with me, I'm sorry
1: No, I'm saying yeah. we're, we're muscling our way through through this um so uh we're gonna do the best we can and it's nothing to do with the pay-per-view and everything to do with the fact that we are tired af but we care about the fans is why we're Anyway, We um, love you all Yes. So we got AEW here This is the go home episode Before Double or Nothing This Sunday And of course we're in Las Vegas, Nevada Because they want to do everything in Vegas this week Viva Las Vegas Yes, it's Dynamite, Rampage And the pay-per-view All in Vegas And of course we're joined Mm -hmm. by the legendary Tony Schiavone The Hall of Famer Mm -hmm. Jim Ross And the racist Excalibur Mm -hmm. And we kick things off with our first official Match of the evening. We have ourselves a steel cage match. Sean Spears versus Wardlow with special guest referee MJF. I don't know how
2: the hell that big beautiful bastard did this shit, but he pulled it off. I thought this was fucking Awesome. Especially like the part where uh Wardro tried to pit uh Sean Spears and uh MGF tried to fight it, just puts up the uh, like put his puts his uh, chin on his uh on his fist <laughs> but what I loved was Sean Spears actually hit MGF with the chair and he laid out the entire time and wardrobe beat the shit out of Sean Spears. Another ref came in, one, two, three and somewhat capacity. Wardro was this close by getting his hands on Wardlow, wardrobe, but the fucking security guards had
1: to come in there. If I was a
2: security guard and I had to go against Warzo, I would run away. Benny, go ahead.
1: Yeah, um, first of all, this match was predictable. Um, You knew Wardlow was going to win because there's no fucking way they were going to deny us the match between him and MJF at double or nothing. But what really bothered me was the fact that, okay, MJF is out cold. Another referee had to come in and count the one, two, three, which to me defeated the purpose of MJF even being the guest referee. See, here's what I would have loved to have happen.
2: Oh, of course, she would.
1: A, A, I don't care what anybody says. A W needs an on-air authority figure. It can't be Tony Khan because his personality is dull. He is literally Herb Abrams without the cocaine and cowboy boots. <laughs> That's literally it. If you gave him cocaine and cowboy boots, he would be Herb Abrams. The only difference is instead of large amounts of cocaine, Tony takes large amounts of fucking Adderall. And the thing is, someone needs to come out here and do something where MJF was forced to call the match down the middle. Because I would have loved to have seen Wardlow hit that finish and MJF being forced, like frustrated, going one, two, three, knowing he can't get out of this. That would (laughs) have Been better storytelling than just bringing in a random official to count the three. I or if Wardlow could have done and what Stone Cold did because Austin because Vince McMahon was, was was the guest referee against a match between Austin and Dude Love and Austin and Vince said the match could only end by my. Hand only. And Vince was knocked out. So Austin hits Do Love with the stunner, grabs Vince's wrist, and goes, one, two, three. That way it ended by his hand only he didn't say he had to be in control of it is it had to be his hand i would have preferred that like warlord just went one two three with mjf's hand or mjf being forced to make the count it would have been better storytelling because they basically tried to copy the thing with cody Rhodes, and they failed miserably they failed miserably with it I'm just glad this stupid shit is out of the way, so we can get the Wardlow MJF match that we want. Wardlow can beat the fuck out of MJF, and when it's all said and done, he's out of the contract, and we can move on. From-
2: all right, all right. Uh, well, I enjoyed the match. I did. I was like Wardlow kind of got his, uh, I don't know, dignity back. <laughs> Excuse me. But otherwise, I love the fact that he beat the shit out of Sean Spears. And it was funny when Sean Spears MG- hit NGF with a chair.
1: I thought I ch- chuckled. I was, like, hey,
2: hey, hey. I was like, okay, I saw that. Sorry, all right. All right there.
1: Moving on. Yes. After the break, we see the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society. Um, there's an AEW employee, some guy with a John Moxley shirt on. And Jericho throws a fireball in his face because he's a wizard.
2: I'm more of a wizard than him. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know why you had to do that to that poor bastard, but okay.
1: If anything, it's it's they're trying to get this Jericho fireball shit over. Apparently ah, Jericho man. wants to be Ryu from Street Fighter. Uh, the only thing we're missing is the Hadouken. Hadouken. Uh, That's all we're missing. Uh, That's pretty much it. So it's 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 ridiculous. He's a wizard. Uh, I'm I'm assuming he's gonna be on critical botch real soon. Um, since playing a wizard in D and D happening. Um, but the whole thing's just for goddamn dick. Through we had to get through the bullshit. Then after that, we cut to a face to face meeting between. Hangman, Adam Page, and CM Punk.
2: <laughs> oh, folks, didn't it say Vidi Bucci was going to put me on blast if nothing happened? Jeez, what the fuck happened? Hmm, so I get to put Vidi Bucci on blast, but I'm going to make it short and straight. I was right, you were wrong. Hey, 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 Gotcha.
1: Okay, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but anyway, um, see, so anyway, Tony Schiavone's in the ring. He actually gets to speak, which is a fucking miracle. Um, CM Punk makes it clear he expects to walk out the champion to double or nothing. Next up is Hangman. He said exactly what he was going to do to Punk. There's nothing he can do to take that championship away from him. Punk says he doesn't know why Paige is taking it so personally. It's just business to him. It's his title shot, it's nothing personal. Hangman retires what he was going to do, reiterates what he was going to do three weeks ago. He said he was going to embarrass Punk. But he didn't mean double or nothing. He meant right now. He loves drop a pipe bomb in his face. Hangman states he can't do it because it's exactly what Punk would do. He doesn't hate Punk, he pities him. Paige doesn't think Punk gets it. The quiet moments behind the scenes, what makes a champion. He talks about workers' rights. Paige is going to defend all elite wrestling from CM Punk. Punk says he still doesn't understand. Page is talking in circles. If he's so upset punk is here, he'll have to do it on do something about it on Sunday. He respects Paige, but those roads he traveled to get here, they were paid by him the lumber that built this place were from trees punk chopped down the world he lives in is because of him he prompts page to shake his hand punk shoves page page slugs punk and that was all part of the plan from CM Punk and page walks off
2: (sighs) so I don't get to put you on blast for what I, what happened last week? Oops.
1: Here's what I'd like to know. Mm. Why do you think I deserve to be put on blast? What happened in this segment that you think was worth a damn?
2: Well, what, remember what happened last week where Adam where, uh, 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 Page got in the punk's face and he didn't do anything? At least he did something this time. But Adam Page got the upper hand.
1: Yeah, I can see that. That's a good point. Um, It still was... Re- this segment was a little ridiculous to me. Like- it was, uh, 'Cause Punk is right. I felt like Adam Page was talking in circles a little bit. It, it, like I said, the anger is just too random. Although Page did have some good points in there. Punk was doing the whole, you know, I paved the way or whatever, and I'm like this I'm like, what 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 road did you pave is what I'd he like to
2: know. Like, he Not, try- he's he's good at what he does, but he has never really paved no road. Not yeah. yet.
1: In fact, my, one of my favorite promos in AEW was when Cody talked about all the things Punk said he wanted to do when he when he dropped his pipe bomb, and Cody said, "Wait a minute, I did all those things." So yeah, Punk hasn't really done anything, and I do like the fact that you know Adam Page did say Punk doesn't really know what it means to be a champion. Like he doesn't understand like it's like the hard roads, the quiet times, you know, all that. But I like some of the lines, but again, it's like they're trying to cram it all in at the last minute. It's it's like it's like when you had a book report due for months. And then you wake up one morning and you're like, this is due tomorrow? And now you're trying to cram everything together in one sentence. And it's like, you should have been writing all this months ago. And yeah, that's um, that's how I feel about this segment, about this whole build up to this main event match. Is the stuff they're doing now is too, it's like, it's too little too late. You should have been building this up a long time ago. And you should have gave Adam Page a real reason to hate CM Punk. Because they have dropped the ball with Hangman. They have, Mm. completely. I have never seen a world champion get treated with such disrespect. Like, they're at the point where pretty much everybody already knows Punk is going to win, so it's hard to get excited. And Punk needs to win because Adam Page is not doing well as champion, and it's all Tony's fault and everybody else's fault for making the world title feel secondary. So they got to put it on Punk where you have no choice but to take this title seriously because Punk will make you take that belt seriously. It's and that's why it's hard for me to enjoy it.
2: Yeah, so I guess we don't get to put each other Blast at all.
1: No, neither one of us can okay. do anything.
2: So it's a draw.
1: Yes. Yeah. So out comes the JS again. He cuts off Judas for the fans before he goes to commentary. Like at this point, look if you're not if if the whole thing is getting the crowd to stop singing, here's a bright idea, Jericho. I just thought of it. Mm. Change your fucking theme song. How about that? Let's let's give Ju let's make Judas your babyface song. Let's get you a heel song. What Fozzy didn't have any other hits? Cause Fozzy's not that good. Apparently not. You know, hell, you got a song called Painless. Use that. That's not a bad I mean,
2: song. I, I mean, when it comes to Chris Joe, if it's Fuzzy. Mm, I have one word. You know what that is? No. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's not. Don't start. Don't you fucking say it. I'm not in the mood. Yeah. Moving on. No.
1: He... Don't. I'm warning you. All right, I ain't got time. I'm I'm too tired. But anyway, I'm too tired too. Let's move on to the next match of the evening. Um, we got Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus Private Party.
2: This right here was actually fucking fan fucking
1: tastic. What do you think?
2: I enjoyed it. Oh, I enjoyed the living hell out of it, and freaking um, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley got the fucking win.
1: Well, yeah, that so was, like, I was like, all,
2: right, all right. I was happy with that, and I was. I was like, I was like, all right. I mean, part part they're good. They do the spot mucky a little too much, but I enjoyed it.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's why they're not. That's why I don't like them. But uh, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley have been always been a great tag team. Although it's kind of odds, I thought the whole concept of the Blackpool Combat Club was to make Moxley and Danielson a tag team. Doesn't look like they're, they're doing that. But either way, I love to see Kingston and Moxley be tag champs cuz I felt like they have amazing chemistry whether they're fighting each other or they're tag team. And they work better as a team though. So yeah, this was a very good match. It was basically just them out there kicking ass. All out brawl. He's the Blackpool Combat Club Jericho Appreciation Society and Danielson and Jericho yeah. slug it out. Brian's leg becomes a target because apparently he got stuck between the ramp and the ring.
2: Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. So that, but can I say something real quick? Sure. Uh, did you know that Eddie Kingston came out with John Moxley?
1: Yeah. This
2: is thought. Think.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's because they, they, they both come out the same spot. He did that when they were teaming up before.
2: And this is one of the better uh, matches I see Eddie Cakes in because he seemed to actually had his head on straight, not up his ass.
1: <laughs> Fucking miracle, ain't it? Mm-hmm.
2: Don't get me wrong. I know Eddie Kingston needs to lose the pounds, but still, he's, he's an amazing worker. He's got tremendous heart, and I like the guy.
1: Yeah, he just needs to get better gear that doesn't remind everybody that he's a fatus. It said,
2: uh, Eddie Kingston, Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. DeBucci, and the Broke Journal Center sex actually got here. We love you. Instead of getting fat, why don't you, I don't know, hit the weights? Don't take steroids.
1: Or lose the muffin top with lipo drops. Oh. That's that safe, that's that safe Oh, actually it is safe. actually a medical thing. Like literally I've been sorry, I've been making TikTok videos for lipo drops for the last couple days. So literally it's like like it, here's how cool this shit is. I am going to give them a free plug here on the Boostcast just cuz they're my client first. Oh, it's literally it's it's literally helps you It helps you curb your appetite mm. and burn fat. Here's what you do. It's oh, a, it's man. like it's like you know like it's like it's like basically what you do is you take the lipo drops and they're like little it's a little, like a little, like little droplet like those little dropper things
2: that you, Yeah, you, you, like I dro-
1: like yeah, yeah, like like you squeeze a little, like you squeeze a little handle, and the, and the liquid goes into the dropper, and then you either drop it in your mouth, or drop it in your eye, or whatever the fuck you do with dropper like that. What you do is you squeeze a little thing, and it gives you a certain amount of the lipodrops, and you squirt it in your mouth, and you hold it under your tongue. This is the key thing. You have to hold it under your tongue for two minutes, and so then that's too complicated. That's it, it's it's it, it's not complicated. It's. Very easy. You got to remember, you hold it underneath your tongue for two minutes, and then you swallow it. But you have to hold it under your tongue first because that's how it absorbs. Because apparently, if you hold a liquid under your tongue for like two minutes, it's the equivalent to like getting a, to like getting a a, 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 ne- a needle a needle in your. It's like getting a shot. It absorbs into your bloodstream like you're getting a shot.
2: Well, here's the thing about me. I don't have that problem.
1: Well. I mean, that's fine, but I'm just saying that's what the droplets are like. And you literally, and it helps you curb your appetite. And you can do it, usually do it like 30 minutes before you're going to eat. And you can pick, you can do it like once a day, twice a day, or three times a day, depending on how much weight you want to lose. And it helps you curb your appetite. So basically, once you feel full, you don't want to eat. And really helps out. It's a weight loss thing. And it's usually used for people that have a hard time losing weight. So I would tell you. <laughs> And their slogan is "Lose the muffin top with Lipo drop. Which, um, a Little lesson we all who learned needs today. To Kind
2: of help. What? I wonder who needs those kind of drop. i wonder what his name is. There's yeah. a, a few. Maybe at, the this, maybe at the end of maybe at the end of the show, I'll figure out who that person is.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, we just we just already established it's Eddie Kingston. But anyway, yeah. we're moving on here to the next yeah. match of the evening for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles. FTR defends the title against. Rapanji Vice.
2: did you enjoy this? Surprisingly. I did. Yes. Yeah, I did. I was like, all right. They, I was like, well, at least the guy with the eye patch had have have the eye patch, and they put up a good fight. But then all of a sudden, they get ambushed. Yes. Who the hell are these guys?
1: Well, one of them is uh, Jeff Cobb, and the other is Great Khan. I can't well, remember I guess... what their tag team name is, but they're Fuck. from New all Japan right. Pro Wrestling. Oh yeah, they're the um, they're the United Empire.
2: Okay, 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 and and as much as I hate to say it, holy shit! Yes, oh.
1: apparently they're from New Japan Pro Wrestling, and but
2: they don't look like they do that spot monkey shit.
1: Well, no, and it looks like from the looks of things, I got a weird feeling that they're doing this to promote Forbidden Door in June, where it's New Japan meets AEW and all that shit. So I got a feeling they're gonna face. Uh, these teams. You know, they take out Rapanji Vice, put him through tables and shit. I don't think they did anything to FTF, but I thought no, it was they was very did. well done.
2: Oh, uh, they put um, one of the FTR guys. I can't remember the two, the bald one. That's Dax. They, they put Dax through a table Okay In that and case
1: they, Yeah they done fucked up
2: Yeah they uh, basically Yeah I was surprised I was like they both They took out both tag teams I was like okay okay But basically what's this mean This tag team's on not notice And I was like Who the hell are these guys And they said they're from New Japan In the commentary Like okay And I watched it I was like well In the back of my head You know what I thought They don't do that spot monkey crap They're big guys I was like who the fuck are these guys I didn't know the Asian looking one But I heard of Jeff Cobb before Because I heard you And uh, Elvis and Gay to talk about Jeff Cobb before and
1: Well yeah well last time Jeff Cobb was On AEW he debuted In Atlanta, and he had a match with uh, John Moxley. And also, Jeff Cobb in Lucha Underground was Matanza Cuerto. Is he good? Yes.
2: Okay, so if he gets your approval, I guess he's... Yeah. Yeah, he's a big dude. He, I enjoyed it. I didn't like the interference, but this one right here was enjoyable.
1: Yeah, the interference we could have did without that, but FTR was solid as always, and I like Rapunji Vice. I'm really hoping that Trent being in this tag team with Rocky Romero means that he's finally rid of the best friend. He's finally done with that shit, and he's just moving on with this team. Trent Perretta's need to get the fuck away from the best friends for as long as I've been watching AEW.
2: Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. Okay, 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 so moving on.
1: Yes. We cut to the Hardys. Oh, this was fucking amazing. We talk about the similarities between them and the Young Bucks and basically tells them that, you know, they're Hardy cosplayers and, (laughs) you know, how they're a stepping stone on their road to uh, tag team legendary status as their goal is to become the AEW World Tag Team Champions and add that to their collection of legendary titles. And then they said, the saying goes, never meet your heroes while the Bucks will never beat their heroes. Oh my God, this was so fucking good.
2: Amazing. Matt Hardy basically talked. Jeff Hardy says some things, but unless is a big Jeff Hardy fan and I am, but Matt Hardy's always better on the mic. Isn't he?
1: This was the highlight of the whole fucking show for me.
2: It, oh my God, it was so fucking good, right?
1: The Hardys telling it like it is, like they always do. Letting the Bucks know they're not on their level, which they're fucking not. And all I gotta say is, the Hardys damn well better win at Double or Nothing. I'm gonna be very pissed off on this podcast if the dumb fucks win this match.
2: Hopefully not, but you never know with AEW, man. Yeah,
1: I, I, I don't know. In wrestling today, whether it's WWE or AEW, somebody in a creative position is going to make stupid decisions from time to time, so... And the Bucks are EVP, so you can't count out the fact that they might put themselves over in this match. Even though it would be shitty for business. Very shitty. All right, man. All right, so yeah, yeah, so we're going to move on here to the next match of the evening. We got a triple threat match. Ricky Starks versus Swerve Strickland versus Jungle Boy.
2: This is too much of a spot fest, I think. But Jungle Boy and Swerve Strickland tore down the house to me personally. Ready?
1: Well, on a triple threat match, that's to be expected. It's going to be move after move after move. Although I did although Gary did res- message me and go, "Holy shit, there's wrestling." <laughs> I'm actually impressed that there was actual work going on and also <laughs> Jungle Boy has the best theme song in all of pro wrestling. <laughs>
2: Oh, I got something to say at the end of this show.
1: Yeah, he loves Jungle Boy's theme song. And Tony Stark. Yeah, so overall, I thought it was a decent match. Swerve Strickland got the win, which surprised me. I honestly thought it was going to be Ricky Starks and Jungle Boy. I didn't expect Swerve to get the win, so I thought that was good. It was a decent match. It did what it needed to do. And then, of course, the other members of the tag teams come out, and they all start fighting, and Keith Lee finds himself centering before leaping on top of Luchasaurus and Powerhouse Huzzle with a rolling cross body, which I thought was unnecessary, but then again, what do you expect? They're trying to get everybody amped up for the go-home show because that's that's how it is in wrestling. When you're on the go-home show, you got to bring it.
2: I understand what Keith Lee did at the end. It's like basically he just looked at, uh, as soon as Luchasaurus walked out, he looked over at the other guy, I just looked over and took them, took both uh, the opposite team opponents out, basically saying every tag team for themselves. Yes. That was basically the statement. Didn't need to happen. And maybe just clothesline Lucisaurus but he didn't need to go over the top rope don't get me wrong as soon as Keith Lee came out I was like yeah here comes my boy mm. I'm stupid so stupid but why they did that to him I don't understand how talented that man is
1: yeah and then of course after that we see Dan Lambert he tells Scorpio Sky that he got his TNT championship belt replaced and he's gonna reveal it on AEW Rampage he's getting him a custom belt and everything I thought this was a waste of time oh, yeah same here and then we go out we see Thunder Rosa coming out to talk to Tony with no face paint. It makes it clear that Serena is not a champion. Maybe Serena should look at herself in the mirror and blame herself. On Sunday, the war paint comes on for Rosa. On Sunday, La Meramera will make D pay for disrespecting Tony Schiavone and her mentor, Dustin Rhodes.
2: I thought that was actually really, really good. It was just basically a promo just imping up the match between uh, Donna Rosa and uh, her opponent, whose name I can't think of right now. Sorry, Serena sorry, D. Sorry. Serena D, yeah, yeah. Basically says, bring it see what you got and uh, hopefully Thunder Rosa retains because I'm not digging Sir Andy.
1: Thunder Rosa tore the fucking house down with this promo. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was very well done. I felt the passion in her voice. I like the fact she got rid of the makeup at least for the promo and it showed the real side of her. She crushed it. This was a great promo by Thunder Rosa. Very well done. I like the attitude, I like the cadence, I like the fact that she is determined to get revenge, and I got a strong chance she's going to retain that title this Sunday.
2: Yeah, I, I don't see uh, Serenity being championship early because she's too, I'm just not, meh. i just what she did to Dustin. I'm like, okay, uh, I hope Thonarona beats your ass.
1: So do I. And after that, we cut to the backstage area with Tony again. He's getting a lot of TV time. As uh, Ruby Soho shows up, he makes it clear that she will get the better of Chris Statlander in the Owen Hart Tournament semifinals as Red Velvet tries to toss shade at Ruby.
2: Uh, I think I went into the house to take a bathroom break. Vinny, I'm sorry about this. Can you take over on this one, please?
1: Yeah, this was nothing special at all. Basically, it's just reminding us that on Rampage is going to be the semifinal match, and the winner of this match will go to the finals of the Owen Hart Cup and all that. And, and speaking of the Owen Hart Cup, we move on to the, the another semifinal match in the women's division. Rick Baker goes one-on-one with that ass, Tony Storm. This was actually
2: fan-fucking-tastic. Even though I didn't like the ending of the match, and I gotta go drain the beer. So, Vinny, once again, take over on this one real quick, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, um... Very great ladies' action here. Britt Baker's a phenomenal worker. Tony Storm has always been a phenomenal worker. uh, Very much overlooked in WWE and NXT and all that. Uh, I've always been a fan of hers. I kind of wish she had won this match. I would like to see her advance in this tournament. I feel like she needs the victory more. But since Britt Baker is not the AEW Women's Champion, and it looks like we're going to have to wait a long time before she ever gets that belt back, I guess they feel like they have to give Britt Baker something. Cause they're trying to make her happy and keep her around. So I got a feeling that Britt Baker is gonna win this whole fucking tournament. Now that she's won, and I see the choices between Ruby Soho or Red or Chris Statlander. As much as I love Chris Statlander, cause Ruby, I'm not a big fan of Britt Baker's winning this fucking tournament. But let's just let's just keep it real. Britt Baker is gonna win this whole fucking thing. They're gonna give this to her. And I can't really complain too much about it because Britt Baker is is a phenomenal wrestler. It's just that I would have preferred Tony Storm or use it to give somebody shine that doesn't already have shine. Because for Christ's sake, Britt Baker was the women's champion for what felt like forever and now it looks like she's going to get this award, too. That's where we're at.
2: Well, I heard your whole discussion on that. Thank you, everybody, for letting me go uh, take a party break. But, yeah, this match was actually fantastic, and Britt Baker won, but I agree with you, Vinny, that the Tony uh, Storm should have won say it, but this was actually classic, a good uh, women's wrestling <coughs> gator. Anyways, moving on.
1: We're now moving on to the main event of the evening, the other semifinal match for the men's tournament, Uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Samoa Joe.
2: To tell you the truth, man, this was absolutely fucking wonderful. K-O-R, Kyle O'Reilly put up one hell of a fucking fight, how small he is. As soon as I saw the the size comparison, I was like, uh uh-oh. But what Kyle O'Reilly did was right. He kept on targeting uh, Joe's uh, messed up uh, arm at the time. But once again, it was a good main event. And uh, Vinny, go ahead.
1: Stellar fucking delivered. This was a great main event. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly's always been a great worker. Um, And even though him and Adam Cole have locked up in NXT, I did not expect him to win this. Because A, like I said, we've seen the best of them in NXT. And plus, I feel like Samoa Joe's going to win this whole thing. I have a feeling he's going to beat Adam Cole this Sunday. And I think he should because Samoa Joe is a legit badass. He needs something special to get in. Right now, he's got the Ring of Honor Television Title. I don't think that I don't think that's worth any fucking thing right now because I don't think any of the Ring of Honor belts mean anything. The only significant one there really is the tag team title that FTR has. they are trying to establish them as legit badasses because they're holding the FT the Ring of Honor and the AAA Tag Belts, and then eventually they get the. AEW world tag established in the tag team So I'm not Like I said I'm not really worried About that But I feel like Samoa Joe Needs this win Better than anybody it needs And he to, did it as well Yeah I'm saying Samoa Joe needs this win Because that way He's got something Major going on They can build him up And potentially make him An AEW champion Where he needs to be Because he's a top guy And he's not somebody That used to be you know, make our title he should be main event because he's a main eventer
2: very 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 true event hey can you follow me for one second please sure i'm three you ready one two three god we're offset sorry about that you see how tired we are yeah god. that was not a good idea sorry about that that's my fault i'll take the ass tune after we hang up <laughs>
1: Alright, well, now, of course, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, that's going to wrap up this AEW cap here now. As far as Double or Nothing goes, we got ourselves a dilemma here. Um, mm. The night of Double or Nothing, I'm going to be in Memphis, Tennessee at a Memphis wrestling show with Buff Bagwell. Zach will be here to watch the show. The only problem is Zach doesn't, doesn't have recording equipment, doesn't know how to record or edit or do any fucking thing, and apparently nope. does not want to learn. So... So we're off on Memorial Day itself, so we might be able to record and get it out there later in the day, but I can't make that promise. So I don't even know if we're gonna have a double or nothing recap or not. I don't know if we will. I can't. I can't deliver or guarantee any of that. But I, I can't
2: guarantee to uh, not watch it without Vinny.
1: Yeah, I'm just. I mean, you 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 can watch it by yourself if you can for that
2: which most likely what i'm going to do as soon as i get off work is like it's pretty much because on facebook they're going to spoil it for me anyway So like god damn it i gotta see what happens
1: yeah but and by the way speaking to people that you know speaking of social media and stuff um Just, just a rule of thumb for life in general. If you don't like spoilers, don't go on the fucking internet for a while. Just take it. Just take a take a social media break. Don't expect other people to keep their excitement in because you are too fucking busy to get with the program.
2: True. Welcome to the twenty first century. Exactly.
1: Okay. My, if I'm gonna post something on the internet, I'm gonna post something on the internet. I don't. Okay. My schedule is not. My excitement doesn't revolve around your ability to see shit on time. I don't care about spoilers. Never have, never will. If anything, they save me the trouble of having to watch things. I don't. I hear. I. I see the spoiler and go. Oh, I want to see that. Or wow, that's that. That saved me a lot of time. And, and my time is extremely valuable. And on that note, we're gonna wrap up this recap of AEW. Zach, as always, thank you for taking time. Everybody's scheduled to join us, and we'll see you on the next one.
2: Do I have a choice? I mean you don't want to
1: show up, that's, no, that's up to
2: you. I'll be here. I'm just very, very tired. All right.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow the Booch Cast. We're on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Breaker. <laughs> Breaker. Google Podcast. Google Podcast. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio your favorite hosting site and follow us there. Be a super fan and follow us on all five hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash TheBoochCast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TheBoochCast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Check out our YouTube channel. Check out all of our video content. And of course, hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when other videos will be posted. Also, follow us on Twitch. Go to Twitch.tv/TheBootscast. We have live wrestling watch parties. Our next one will be Saturday, July the 30th, for WWE SummerSlam, and it'll be broadcasted from one of two places. It'll be broadcasted from Nashville, Tennessee, because I'll be down there for Starcast with Buff, or the team will be doing it here in Georgia. So one of the two is going to happen either way. Saturday, July 30th at 8 p.m. Join us for SummerSlam the biggest party of the summer. Also, we got a D&D show coming out later that calls the Boochcast booking battle and other great content. Also, you can support the Boochcast by going to anchor.fm slash theboochcast slash support. Come and support the Boochcast, support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three different levels you can donate at. The first level is 99 cents per month. This is for people who uh don't have a lot of money to spend because you got bills to pay and mouths to feed. But if you still want to put a little skin in the game, the 99 cents level you can use to help us out. Second level you can donate to is for $4.99 per month. Same amount of money you would pay for a peacock subscription. I know a lot of you guys out there are fans of the peacock. So don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock. Also, we got the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. 99. Same amount of money we used to pay for a W Network subscription here in the United States. Everything this sold to the Peacock, you got to know where to put that $9.99, so take that $9.99, bring it over here. We got better content than the network, and unlike the WWE, we actually care about our fans, are dedicated to giving the people what they want. With a credit card or with GPay, and the money we raise goes back into the show, so you're helping us out a great deal. We use to upgrade our equipment, bring in bigger name guests, pay our bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the bootcast a success. So, if you had a favorite co-host, you believe they're to be paid for their hard work. Anchor.fm/slash the Bootscast/slash support is how you make that happen. And then, if there's any money left over when it's all said and done we use the rest of the money to feed Zach ramen noodles and try our very, 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 very best to get him laid. Until next time, this has been a.k.a. the Booch on Living Life and take care. This has been the Booch Cat. Talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, Pizza baby.